Ghouls. Happy Hump Day and welcome to Ghoul Friends Podcast, brought to you by your best ghoul friends, Lucy and Lindsay. Grab your blankets, snacks and good vibes for tonight's sleepover, where the category is always horrifically spooky. If you want to keep up with us on the socials, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at GhoulFriendPod on Twitter and GhoulFriends underscore podcast on Instagram. You can also listen to us on all podcasting platforms where we release new episodes every Wednesday. And if you want to follow me on my personal socials, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Lulu underscore Pew. And I'm at Hi, it's Lindsay underscore on all social media. Now let's get spooky. Hello, gorgeous, gorgeous girls, and welcome to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my favourite makeup artist, uh, Sophie. How are you doing? Hello. Uh, the makeup's looking a bit sorry for itself today. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you've been at work all day and you look in the mirror at like, what time are we on now? Quarter eight at night, and the eyeliner's like drifted down your face. The mascara has been rubbed off and you've got half an eyebrow on. <laughs> Before you come on, I was like looking at my bags. I was like, geez, oh, Lindsay, hey, you can carry your shopping home in there. But like, I'm glad it. this is an audio-only <laughs> media. Because <laughs> at, at the minute as well, like, just dear listeners, I'm currently rocking a dressing gown, a blanket, and the world's but I look like one of them troll dolls that you used to have on the end of a pencil in the 90s. It's all it, glamour. You said it before and I should have been like, no, but it's like, it's, it's given. It it's is. It's my control <laughs> It's absolute glamour all the way. <laughs> Hello, anyway. It's nice to be back. I feel like I've not been on for about 20,000 years. Yeah, I think because we're not like recorded on the same day, like it feels like forever since I oh, recorded no. last week's episode. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Dracula finale time. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what to say? What to say? It was um, an episode. It, it was, was an episode, an episode of uh, television that aired. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was Dracula. And it was the concluding episode of Dragular Titans. Um, Thanks. See you all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was Dragular finale this week. We had Victoria Elizabeth Black, Coco Kane, and Hoso Teratova as our three finalists. Um, So if you weren't here last week, what did you think of our top three? I think it was very deserved. I think throughout the whole competition and, you know, as we've been been talking and obviously the, the weeks I've not been on, like listening to you guys talking and, you know, just watching the episodes, obviously, like these have been the strongest competitors. Like Victoria was, she was always going to be top three, like 100% Miss Universal Studios, obviously. Um, I think, you know, Coco Kane has truly evolved as a competitor in this competition I think you know from from their season to now it you know it's just been 
incredible watching them come on leaps and bounds. You know, I think even from the first couple of episodes of Titans to, you know, I would say maybe kind of halfway through this season, I've loved watching the evolution of Coco. Like, I think from, you know, that that episode where they came out in that kind of spacey um, alien sex doll with that gun, I was like, yes, Coco, top three for sure. And Hoso, like, it's just a force to be reckoned with. Like, we saw that in last season. Um, I love their drag. I just think it's so interesting um, and creative and just brilliant um and i'm really glad that they were in the top three for sure yeah definitely like for for a while i was like i don't know about hoso like definitely for the last few weeks victoria and coco were in my top three but i wasn't sure but last week they a thousand percent won that challenge as soon as i seen them i was like okay top three let's go um so for titans this time around we had the combination of the tenants of Dracula in one complete floor show. Um, what do you think about that? Because I do like the way they normally do it. It brings that kind of like ball feel, obviously like ball balls and ballroom culture is very important in drag, and it's nice to see the kind of horror interpretation of that on Dracula. But we decided to combine all four tenants into one look and kind of give the ghouls way more control over the production of the whole show. Uh, what did you think about that? It definitely felt more of an event. Mm. Um, you know, I think everyone got to be extremely creative with what they were doing and um, bringing everything in. Um, bringing sort of was it like the cast and crew production and things yeah. in being like let's get involved um I do kind of miss that like you know the the separate ones because I think it was such a brilliant way of getting each performer to showcase like this is the best of each of the tenants of of those things but I did actually quite like it just getting to see that whole production and I think when you get into like the final episode you want it to be the biggest and the best don't you of like this is what we have worked towards throughout the whole series um, and this is what I've got to show you and I definitely think that we got that with with these performances. Yeah I think asking them to do one show that combined all four was a lot more challenging. I have no doubt in my mind that the three of them could have slayed doing the glamour, then the horror, then the filth. But making them do all of them at once was a lot more challenging. So I like that. Gave them um something to, like a meteor challenge to chew on. And um yeah, I think some of them, like the costuming that they brought, the way they brought all four tenants together absolutely insane I think for some other ones the way that they were able to create this set and really tell a story was insane so yeah I think it was a really great challenge to put forth to titans at the end of the day these are not this is not just anybody these are the best of the best so I think it was a really good way to like show off the four tenants of Dragula and really challenge our final three monsters and um, we'll be going to each of them individually and see what we think yes 
So um, let's start with Victoria, seeing as the, the floor show started with Victoria. Um, I really liked the kind of the core message of what Victoria was doing with her production as well. I feel like so much of like as we get older, we lose the inner child. And I did find myself thinking about things that I've stopped doing over the years because I've got more anxious or because like society tells me I shouldn't do that. And I think it's a really good message to people to kind of like not lose the joy and the fun of the inner child because the things that Victoria does is amazing and if she'd ever quietened that inner artist in her we would never have Victoria so I thought that was like a really nice message to bring behind it I loved it when I think when it started and you know it was like the person sitting in front of the television and like the home videos of Victoria we got to see like baby Victoria and I was like that is so cute um and it, you know, I think, you know, the Boulets mentioned it in their critiques later on, but just sort of talking about how it was, I think, the most cohesive mm. floor show out of all three. Um, but you know, just the the props, like the those props were put together in what two days? If yeah, that... I think they said two days. Yeah. Why is Victoria not working on a film set? I know we've said this before, but yeah. like. I feel like I need to shout that even louder because the fucking talent, like I could not do that if someone gave me unlimited budget and unlimited time. I would be like, no, sorry, it's impossible. Like it, it was just unbelievable. I really liked the costuming, the interpretation of like the song. Um, I think was maybe wasn't quite my favorite because spoilers I did like Coco as I thought that was great um but it was definitely the the best kind of put together flow show if that makes sense yeah I think yeah. it told the story really well I think the um like the set and stuff that she built the way that she used um the 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 crew, the dancers, I don't know what you want to call them. Um, I think it was really good. And it was very reminiscent, I feel like, of something that I would see at Creature Feature, which is Victoria's show in uh, Florida. So, yeah. And I was also very impressed with Victoria. I kind of have a crush on Victoria. Using the drill and making all this stuff. And I was like, oh, she does DIY as well. This is great, because I'm not a DIY diva. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Victoria was great. I really feel like she brought a lot of the the glamour. Like I loved what she was wearing and the big ass hair. And yeah, I that remember... second outfit was stunning. Yeah. Like when they turned around with the like the cinched waist and the, those gorgeous puffy sleeves. I was like, oh, I need that. That is so beautiful. And yeah, I just love that she kind of went for this like mad scientist thing like trying to build the the perfect person and um and I just feel like yeah it does go with Victoria because she's just constantly building building things creating things making things and it's just out of this world mm, definitely so next up was Coco and I loved Coco's so much like the facial prosthetics and stuff 
that they use like she really turns into like a monstrous like spider human hybrid and i don't know why she was reminding me of the spider from james and the giant peach and i was like oh yeah she was really fit wasn't she that was my first crush (laughs) (laughs) she's really good looking isn't she there was no need for that spider to be that fit in a kid's film like what a strange message to put out into the world Exactly. I was very confused as a child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, and I was confused again as, as an adult watching Coco um, Vogue across the stage. <laughs> it was amazing. What a concept. Like, just, yeah, just I think from that opening bit of like where you hear that like scuttly noise where they're like eating that crew member's throat yeah. where they've clearly like had sex with him and then it's like I'm done now I'm gonna murder you like a true black widow <laughs> and just the costume like it was yeah it was so well made and it was sexy and it was gross and like when the when Coco like stood up it still looked good mm. you know because I think Maybe with a costume like that, it's one of them. Like sometimes, you know, when you wear a dress, that only looks good when you stand up. Like when you sit down, it doesn't look so good anymore. It could have been like that, but it still looked good. Um, And again, like I think, yeah, just the interpretation of the song. Like when she slapped his little bum. (laughs) Like, yes. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, I think on reflection, Coco's was definitely my favourite for sure. I think her look was definitely my favourite and I think as well like she moved really well in it I can imagine like all those arms and like the big bodice uh, part of the spider could become like very cumbersome to move in but it was just effortless to her like she was duck walking across the stage and it was just like it was easy for her I think maybe like the only thing I think that maybe let Coco down is that Coco's like a great solo performer and I think her dancing and stuff was great but I think they maybe could have like pulled in a few like even if it was just like other people and had like yeah, feeding frenzy fair. on them all or something where I think compared with like Victoria and Hoso like they had like a proper production with other people whereas I think Coco was just kind of Coco like I'll feed on you then I'll th- literally throw you away yeah <laughs> like it's done now <laughs> I think but you know, if that wasn't the challenge, like I, I would have been like, yeah. oh yeah, Coco did great, but I think it's just it's just this teeny tiny little niggly thing. Like, I think she needed to bring in a bit more. Yeah, that's fair stuff. Like the other girls did. Yeah. Um, and last up we had Hoso. Um, I was really happy that like Hoso kind of went to her like insect like, creature type drag. I feel like she really thrives in that, mm. and I think this was no exception she definitely came in with like a game plan and it was just like all very natural like the way she was shedding and then the kind of like almost like matrix-esque fight scene at the end like I thought it was really well done this was like a full choreographed moment like from just the you know the dancing initially to like like you say like the full-on like fight scene it was 
captivating like everything about it was like I can't take my eyes off this for even a moment because I'll mm. miss something I mean usually like you know whenever Hoso comes out you know the the costumes the you know the the drag that they're in it's so sort of detailed and intricate anyway that you feel like you can't you can't take your eyes off it anyway but I just think this had that like extra aspect of like oh my god I'm gonna miss something and then mm. you know come out in one thing where it looks like this kind of like cocoon chrysalis like praying mantis monster type thing then we'll get a big reveal then we'll get another reveal then we'll get like a fight scene then we'll get proper choreographed dance moves then it's like a close-up on the face and it's like oh there's different eyes and it's this that and the other like it was just it was peak horse or this like yeah. this floor show and I loved every single second it was great um so we then went on to the bullies and they kind of spoke through all of the girls journeys from the original season right through to the the floor show that just happened um I have to say I really loved their dresses that they were wearing oh yeah it was so like it was almost like ornaments. So yeah. the wigs were very good as well. I really liked the wigs. Mm. Beautiful wigs. <laughs> um yeah, and they just spent a lot of time discussing like the the past five seasons of Dracula, if we include Titans, and how this kind of episode is really the closing of chapter one on Dracula, which makes me very excited to see mm. what's going to happen in the future because if you have followed Dracula from the very first season or were like encouraged to watch it after watching season four from the very first season so much has changed oh my god yeah like even um, just from season one to season three I mean that was you would think it was a completely different show, really. You remember when they used to get ready in a cupboard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it was it just was like different. a bunch of drag artists that they knew in LA. Yeah. And now it's like they can fly people out internationally mm. to compete on the show. It's um, it's really incredible. And uh, yeah, I've kind of spoken with people throughout the this season of Dragula, like I feel like Shudder is a very happy home for it. Um hopefully nothing happens to Shudder as a result of these AMC layoffs. Oh, but keeping fingers crossed. Um so I think like we found a very happy home in Shudder. I think Shudder is very happy to home Dragula. It's frequently yeah. it's like it most, makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> it's frequently it's most watched series on Shudder and yeah I think they're quite happy to keep firing money at it as long as we're quite happy to keep watching it yes so yeah it's been a crazy it's been a crazy season it's been yeah a crazy like I don't, can't even don't even know when season one came out like five six years ago must be it's been it's been a long and wild road and I think it's very it's going to be very interesting to see what phase two holds and what mm. that looks like. Like, will it be kind of more of what we've come to expect? Will it be, you know, are they going to completely shake up the formula? 
is it you know is it going to be kind of more wild challenges and fright feats and things like that or you know is like I say is it going to be something completely different like I can't wait to see what that looks like and you know what ghouls we're going to meet and get to know and, and love and and things like that so yeah it's going to be an interesting ride next year happy halloween <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the end our winner is announced and i think it's who we all kind of wanted it to be yeah. the whole time uh victoria elizabeth black is our first ever winner of dragula titans uh, well deserved uh, extremely well deserved the things that victoria has done on this season throughout her whole time on dracula is just yeah absolutely mind-blowing and yeah i'm really happy that they've finally got that crown mm. um do you think we can say that season two is the best season of all time seeing as we've got three winners from season two As, uh, yeah, just in terms of like probability is it probability i'm not good at maths that's <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the most, <laughs> then yeah. But yeah, I I think season two, was season two the first one that I watched? I can't remember. It's my favourite, I think. It's definitely my favourite, the one that I watched. Um, But I think, you know, I remember watching Victoria even on Resurrection, and like seeing the kind of behind the scenes of how they were creating their looks. And I remember, I think, I can't remember which one it was for. It might have been for like one of the witches or something like that. And I just remember being in total awe of what they were doing and just being like, this person is a fucking star. Like they are not on anyone's level, but their own. And yeah. that is like, yeah. So it's it's truly well-deserved. And I just... I wish that that moment was bigger. Yeah, for them. I think, like, regardless of who won, I yeah, like they should have been getting their flowers. And yeah, I don't think they did, and that's a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what can you do? It's happened now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Twitter's made it very clear it's happened, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we'll say. We don't want to be negative Nancy's, do we? No. <laughs> if so, you want to read about it, Twitter's got plenty of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Dracula Titans, fill yeah. your boots. Some of, some of which we may agree with, some of which we don't. But don't be fucking nasty to anybody yeah. personally, or I will come and beat you down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be mean. So that's the end of Dracula for another year. Oh, what we're gonna oh, do? I hate this time of year. I'm just like, what am I gonna do now? I know. Tell you what, speaking of shudder, I watched a very strange film earlier today called I think it's called Christmas Bloody Christmas or something. All right. And it's just about a robot Santa that goes rogue and starts killing everyone. The dialogue's fucking shocking. But um if you like Terrifier, some good kills. Some good some good kills that I think may have been influenced <laughs> by terrifying. <laughs> Perhaps. I saw, I think it was Travis from Point Mortem was posting his like letterbox 
reviews and he gave it a two. So I was like, oh, this must not be literally good. as I was watching it, I wrote like it came up. I was like scrolling <laughs> and I was like, I'm literally just watching it and I have thoughts. I will message you afterwards. <laughs> I thought you were about to say uh, the worst Christmas film I've ever seen was on Shudder. It's not a Shudder original, but it was on Shudder called Christmas Presents. As in like a ghostly presence rather than present. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's about a haunted house. It's like a, a British film, very cheaply made. It's really bad. Don't well, it. that's what I'm doing tonight. I love out like that, mate. <laughs> it's got this twist at the end. You're just like, what? Oh, uh, if you say you've, you've pulled us in now, a twist at the end. Right, okay. I'm going to go eat my Christmas cheese board, probably my 10th oh. of the month, and watch Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, devastated. My lactose intolerant ass could never. Are you not? Are you not one of those people that just says "fuck it" and eats it anyway? Oh yeah. Oh well, you're all right then. Get the cheese out. It's Christmas. <laughs> have you? Sorry, we're just like talking about like British Christmas things now. And have you got an Aldi nearby? Because yeah. they do this like Christmas thing, and I just call it like adult lunchables, and it's like crackers and meats and cheeses. <laughs> and I when. Um, I went away for my birthday last year because it was a big birthday and I was like oh we have to get that, it looks so good and it was just like crack to everybody we were just obsessed with it <sighs> I wish I'd bought like four because it was Do so you know what good. it is like that I like love like cheap food like so when I was so I'm vegetarian now but like oh you can't even eat it I can't even dinner. eat it but right when I was a meat eater me like when I would go home and stuff, my dad would be like, I've bought the best sausages, like pork, caramelized apple, all that. And I'm like, Dad, all I want in life is just the walls, like you know, like five percent make like I yeah, just want five percent meat. <laughs> I just want the plastic sausages. That's all I want. <laughs> I'm a trash human being. <laughs> There's no accounting for taste for me. <laughs> but oh, I'm sure that I'm sure there'll be like meat-free alternatives so I can have, like, lunch... Like, I would eat Lunchables as a snack anyway. Yeah. Like, or even I would, just buy I it. Mean, Does Connor eat meat? Just give it. Just give nah. the meat to Connor. No. Or your neighbour. Or yeah. the dog. <laughs> just knocking on the door and be like, excuse me, would you like this pile meat? of meat? <laughs> well, this has gone off the rails immediately. <laughs> It has. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, with all that being said, like I hope you all have a really great, like, festive time. Like I know not everyone will celebrate Christmas. I know not everyone will enjoy Christmas, but make your own traditions. Everyone's family's trash. Like make your own traditions. Make a happy give a pile time of meat yourself. to your neighbour. Give a pile of meat <laughs> to your neighbour. It'll be a story you're telling for ages. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Lucy and I are going to squeeze in one more episode before the year is out. So oh, keep... yes, a bloody hard work is. <laughs> so keep an ear out for that. Uh, but until then, stay spooky. Bye.